This is the C cycle on Sunday Masses. And during the C cycle, we read from Luke's Gospel. There are three cycles, A, B, and C. And this is the third. John, we read during the Easter season. And then Matthew and Mark are A and B. So we're in the C cycle. That's why you hear Luke every Sunday. Characteristics of Luke's Gospel are very attractive. First of all, Luke was probably a historian or a scribe of some sort. The beginning of his gospel and the other book he wrote, which is the Acts of the Apostles, both are dedicated to a person called Theophilus. This may be the person's baptismal name. It means friend of God, Theophilus. He may have been a sponsor, a governor, a wealthy person who assisted Luke and maybe paid him for writing the stories about Jesus. Luke himself was not one of the 12. He was an, he was an evangelist. There are apostles, disciples, and evangelists. The evangelists are only four. The apostles are 12. Evangel Disciples are numerous. That's you and me fall into that category. Anyone who listens to Jesus and follows him is a disciple. But the characteristics of Luke are interesting. All the stories of the inner circle of Jesus' life are from Luke. Everything you know that's I'm be warm and toasty about Jesus is from Luke. The birth story, Luke. We got Matthew giving something about the, the Magi and historical concepts, but this, the intimate stories are from Luke. Jesus being lost in the temple, Luke. The, the Annunciation, Luke. The, the visitation, Mary visiting her cousin, Luke. So it gave rise to the thought that possibly Mary told Luke about the stories. And the purpose of his writing the good news, as they come to call it, was this. The kingdom of God is at hand for you. So that's the format. So then we hear all about Jesus growing up and, and of course, the sufferings of Mary right with Jesus. So those intimate moments that only a mother could share came, we believe, came from Mary to Luke. There's a great tradition that Luke was also an artist besides a historian or scribe, and he painted a portrait of Mary and Jesus, because Jesus was not around at that point, and it's an icon, and it's only about this big, and it's in Rome. We don't authentically know whether it was painted by the hand of Luke, but it's attributed to him and it's in the, the Church of the Sacred Steps, the Scala Santa in, in Rome, venerated as coming from that early, early, early stage of the church. See, Luke puts us there, 
And when we read Luke's Gospels now about Jesus, it brings us there to the present, in the present. We are there. So we're the people sent out to bring God's word. He's given us instructions. Another beautiful characteristic of Luke is women. Anything you know about women in the Gospels comes from Luke. He, the women who followed Jesus, Magdalene, friends of the family, those who were at the cross of Jesus, all from Luke. He had a special place for women in his message. Uh, the, the poor widow that we hear about in Jesus' stories, Luke. Another great characteristic of Luke's Gospels, and this is why we appreciate all four Gospels in their uniqueness, is his love of the poor. Wherever Jesus is reaching out to the poor, it's reported by Luke. His, his nobility in presenting the poor, Luke. So it gives us a full description of the mind of the, of the man. What happened to him historically, first century? Some say he died, some say he was, he was hung on a, on a tree, some say he was martyred, some say he wasn't martyred. We don't know. This, those early, early stages, we don't know. His writings were authenticated first in around 140 and then reauthenticated by f further examination and discovery of other scrolls by 170 and then the councils eventually authenticated all the stories of Luke along with Matthew, Mark, and John as the four Gospels. And as I mentioned Sunday, there were, there were many Gospels. There's a Gospel of Magdalene, Gospel of Judas, a Gospel of Jude, a Gospel, doesn't matter, Thomas. But only four were canonized by the church, which means taken as authentic. And those steps of authenticity were, did they give the true doctrine of Christianity? And this is like, by the third century, the deciding this. Did it give the true teachings of Jesus? Were they affiliated with the inner circle of Jesus or one of his apostles? Were they read in all the known churches of the Mediterranean world? And were they all, accept and were they all in those churches accepted as authentic? And we, we have a reference to Luke in the first reading in Paul's letter to Timothy, talking about Luke being with him. And there are other references to Luke in the Gospels and, and the Acts of the Apostles. So that's how Luke becomes one of our four Gospels. Sometimes you'll see a picture of Luke with an ox. And... One reason for that is his connection to Nazareth and Bethlehem, where Jesus was born. A stable or a cave. Who was in the stable of the cave? The animals. One of those animals could have been an oxen. But we, that, that's the secondary reason. The first reason is in the Old Testament, in the book of Daniel, there are four beasts that are surrounding the throne of God. This is a vision. But each of those beasts had a role. They weren't like bad things. They were animals with angelic features. 
One of them was a young man. They all had wings. The young man was, was assigned to the Gospel of Matthew because there he talks about the humanity of Jesus a great deal. The ox was associated with Luke because of his birth stories of Jesus. The lion and a cat, a cat which is basically what a lion is, moves swiftly and associated with Mark because his gospel is the shortest and Jesus moves quickly in one scene to another. And of course, Venice is dedicated to the lion of Matthew and the big basilica in Venice is, is the lion, is the basilica of St. Mark. And of course, the, the ox, the young man, the ox, and the eagle. The eagle soars the Gospel of John, the most theological gospel, the most ephemeral gospel, the gospel with many symbols and signs, water, healing, light, it soars. So Jerome, St. Jerome is the one who assigned the four evangelists, those four creatures, just by uh, appropriation, just by reference, nothing theologically solid or necessary for our faith. But Matthew's the young man, Luke, today, the ox, John, the flying eagle, and of course, the lion of Mark in, in the Venice Cathedral. This roots us to our history. I like to bring our scriptures alive. God brings them alive. And when I read them, I want to know where they came from. And that's what I'm sharing with you. Because we are not a fly-by-night church. We just didn't come around a few years ago. We're here from the beginning. Even before Christ, the church was prepared in the Old Testament. And then with the birth of Christ, and the evangelization that came as a result of Christ, that's why we're here. And we appreciate Luke also attributed to him is he was a physician. He was referred to in the scriptures as a physician. Physician, artist, evangelist, beautiful person, St. Luke, the evangelist. Thank you.